nicotine addiction of the good food fellas. Gennaro, when we mention seafood, only one chef comes to mind. Yes, sir, Roland. And guess what? The man knows how to cook. He knows how to throw a party. And he knows how to write a cookbook. So today we have Eric prepared for the Bernadette on our show. We always have the best, and he's included now. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be with you guys. Thank Thank you. Yes. Uh, it's a beautiful book. Um, what was the concept behind the book that you decided to do all seafood? Well, Le Bernardin is a seafood restaurant. So mm -hmm. over the years, I think I have accumulated what I call cooking wisdom. And uh, I wanted to demystify how to prepare and cook fish. And uh, I see a lot of people who are intimidated by seafood and cooking at home. And I was thinking, I have to do something because it's not rocket science. It's not that difficult. What is very important is to have very good ingredients to begin with. And then we give a lot of tips and techniques. We, we divided the books in four techniques, including um, some tips about seasoning and, and so on. And uh, getting the fish, putting it in your, in your house, how to um, have it in the fridge. And and uh, I wanted people to have guidance from the very beginning until the very end and to make sure that it's basically idiot-proof. And if you read the book and you follow the techniques, I am guaranteeing you great success. <laughs> Chef, it totally makes sense. We believe you. That's why we have you on the show. Last time you were on with your Simply Vegetables book, which definitely I made the mushrooms in there. I go to the farmer's market now, I'm more inspired. So I hope this does the same thing with me with the seafood. How about seafood in general? Shopping for it, making sure it's the right stuff and getting it at the right places, I think is important too, no? Yeah, no, of course. I mean, first of all, you want to make sure that what you are purchasing is sustainable uh, or it comes from the right place. That's very important. And again, we are in the introduction of the book. You don't even have to deep, go very deep inside the book to have a lot of information about that, about sustainability and what, what is a good source or not. And then when you go to the, the fishmonger or if you go to the supermarket or to the, the, the fish market, we give you a lot of tips again uh, about how to choose fresh seafood. Like if you, if you buy fish, uh, in fillet, the fillet, the, the flesh of the fillet should be translucent. Uh, if you have some blood vessels, they should be very bright uh, red and not dark. If the fillet is not translucent and is kind of like washed by the eyes, uh, it means it's burned by the eyes. It doesn't. It's not going to taste much. And also, the most essential tip that I can give you is that seafood never smell like fish. When you have a fishy taste, like low tide kind of smell, it's not a good indication you shouldn't purchase that product and bring it home. And that's key. When you buy whole fish, you look at the eyes, they should be bright, not, not having a white skin on, on top of the eyes. The gills should be very red and bright. If you have the luck, to, I mean the luck, if you decide to poke the fish with your finger, the flesh should spring back quickly. You shouldn't have a fingerprint in it. And then same thing, no smell whatsoever. And that uh, is key. And if you start with a good product, then again, you have a lot of chances of having something great. And I always say to, to my cooks at, at Le Bernardin, but to anyone, 
if you start with mediocre ingredients, even if you're a genius in cooking, at the end, you're going to have a mediocre result. So therefore, all those guidance are key. Merci, Chef. Thank you. Can you change a couple of uh, cooking techniques? How do you cook the perfect salmon? Because a lot of people struggle. They use an air fryer or they cook it on, they flip the bottom skin up a step down. What's the proper way of cooking it? Well, it, it all depends on your taste, of course. And mm -hmm. salmon is a fish that is easy to, to be cooked in many different ways. You can have it uh, cured like a gravlax. Of course, we know it can be smoked. Um, you can have it uh, raw, and we have a pokey, pokey recipe. It could be it could be grilled. It could be sauté. It can be it can be uh, uh, poached. I mean, salmon is it's a fish that is very easy to to enhance in a way uh, with different techniques because it's a rich fish and uh, rich in terms of you know like rich in oils like omega three. And um, the texture is very, as you know, very silky and very pleasant. So salmon is is an easy one. You can bake it also as well. And actually, if if you entertain at home and you are um, kind of a beginner at cooking seafood, I really recommend the techniques of broiling or baking, because on a, on a sheet tray you can have like eight pieces of salmon. You put them in an oven and uh, they will come back, come out, or any kind of fish, will come out perfectly cooked after a few minutes. And uh, and it's no stress. You don't have to, to look at the pan. It's in your oven. It's cooking slowly. It, when it's ready, you plate it. You have a garnish and, and, a, and a sauce or olive oil and lemon juice. And uh, and everybody's happy, and, and you succeeded with no stress. That's yeah, so true. Chef, that's a great point, because... It's so healthy, like you said, because you have some raw cure, cured and marinated to poached, fried, sautéed, broiled. I think you have so many choices here. And like you said, you can overlap with the fish and things like that. How about combine, combining some of those techniques to make like different beautiful platters together where you have different techniques on a platter? Because, you know, a lot of restaurants, I like when they do that too. Yeah, of course you can do that. In that case, it's not seafood simple. It's seafood Seafood cooked by experts because it's a <laughs> lot of things you have to do. <laughs> so we have to come to the front of that, right? For that. Well, sometimes <laughs> we we use simple techniques at Le Bernardin to enhance enhance the fish and make it the star of the plate. But yes, of course you can do that. But I this book is geared to um, make you comfortable at cooking seafood and be successful and having your guests or family members happy with what you cook and say. What you have done is delicious, and then of course you can you can play a lot with it, and you can have many different uh, applications of different techniques that can go together, and you can create a huge feast, basically, for sure. Yeah. Um, at the book release party, you were, you you made a. I mean, your service was impeccable, beyond amazing. And the food bites, the salmon croquette, I think I had probably thirty of them. They were so delicious. Well, yeah. thank you. Chef, you got to send all the bill for that. That and for me, the champagne. We yeah. got two bills. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted to steal the tray. Um, I, I, how was it seeing for that salmon croquette? I mean, it was so crunchy, fresh. It was so delicious, though. Yeah. I dream about it. <laughs> I mean, it's... Look, it's a, it's a matter of um, 
mastering again the technique, having having uh, everything at the right temperature, your ingredients with on the front of you, serving it quickly. It's how it, it's it's no secret. It's the only way to make it um, the way it's supposed to be, and uh, you have to organize yourself in your kitchen. And again, in the book, same thing again. We give you tips to be organized because the idea is for you to entertain or to cook for the family without being stressed and the only the only way to enjoy the company of your guests it's to be organized and to follow again those guidance well that's a good point so we had the party well chef had the party we were lucky our friends at becca pr invited us to the book launch uh and it was like the who's to even my old bosses the zagats were there and yes. you had all different chefs from all different generations and, and movie stars. And chef, I mean, you. everybody loves you and you make the restaurant scene so vibrant in New York City. The one thing I love when you uh, got your award from the Observer for the Hall of Fame is that if I open restaurants all over the place, I will lose that intimacy. How important is that for you to keep that intimacy between staff, yourself, your family, and even your diners? Yes, I think it's very important to... Um... To be happy when you when you um, develop, you have to make sure that it's it's uh, an exercise that will make you happy to have many restaurants in many places. Myself, I came into the field of cooking because I love to be uh, in a kitchen. I love my team, and it it wouldn't work for me. I need to have one restaurant, and I'm focused. I come every day. I interact with the cooks. As you can see, I have a lot of white hair, which means I have accumulated cooking wisdom, and uh, and therefore I'm here to um, guide them and and teach them how to become successful in our industry. And I I take tremendous pleasure in that. And as you mentioned, I also want to have time for my family because I think it's very important to have a nice balance. And I want also to have time for myself because if you can reflect on your life and what you are doing with your family and work, it's a luxury in many ways, and it makes you a better family mem member and a better boss. Um, on your downtime, if you're not cooking, what's your favorite thing to do, like a hobby? So it all depends. In um, in the winter, I like to uh, hike and ski when I can. And uh, in the summer, I love to enjoy uh, being at the beach, swimming, uh, relaxing. Uh, I have a, a little house in the, in the forest. So I have a hammock. I smoke my cigar and chill and relax, listen to some music and read. You know, the good life. <laughs> Chef, how about in terms of the good life in New York City? Because we've gone through so many, you know, uh, waves right now, you know, coming out of the pandemic and everything else. How do you see the city coming back, especially you being in the center of the city in your location? And now you have your new cafe as well. Yes. Yeah, so Midtown came back very uh, quickly. Uh, uh, six months after after the COVID lockdown, suddenly people were, were coming to Midtown. And uh, not everybody was back in offices for, for at least a year, year and a half. But still, it was very vibrant because Rockefeller reinvented itself with a lot of new places. And uh, people wanted to go to um, uh, visit and do some shopping. And uh, we immediately got, got very, very busy. And today, when you look at Midtown, it's very vibrant. It's very happening. 
a lot of places have closed, unfortunately, but a lot of places have opened. And the uh, Bernardin is doing really well. I mean, it's very difficult to get a table, and unfortunately for our clients, but we are we are trying our best to accommodate as much as we can, but we are packed. And that's what well, it says. Chef, that, that being said, you also have Adostam Bar, right? That people have wine and snacks at. And also, can you talk about the new cafe? Because I went in there before with Roland, and we just love the, 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 the feel of it, the vibe. Yes, yeah, so the Adostam Wine Bar is basically a wine bar that is very casual. It's basically almost touching Le Bernardin. And then we have... Um, a little cafe uh, across the uh, uh, across the passage from Le Bernardin, where sandwiches are made on the front of you almost, and uh, uh, it's a place that is catering to the neighborhood, and it's a very, very good jambon beurre, which is ham and butter, and and the baguette has been toasted uh, just a few seconds before the sandwich is made, and uh, we it, it's a very simple concept, but it's uh, it's helping the neighborhood, and we're happy to be to be doing that. And everything, the best chocolate croissants there. I got one, I ate it, went back in line, got another one. It's so delicious. <laughs> That's great. It means you came early. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I did. And then I had your sandwiches too. It's out of this world. I can't afford those sandwiches if I tried. <laughs> but, but was the holidays coming up? What's some of your favorite holiday dishes that you like to cook for your family? I'm sorry, can you repeat that? Yeah, well, the holidays coming up, what, what some of the dishes that you love cooking for your family? Ah, like so the holidays, well, we have Thanksgiving coming very, very yeah. soon. And uh, the turkey is something that is very difficult for me to, to cook because I find it very dry and I don't think it has too much flavor. So I'm cheating a little bit. I do a capon. And oh. capon is a, it's much juicier and fatty and and tasty and i stuff it with foie gras and truffles so of course it makes it really good and yeah. uh, but but i keep the sides uh tra the traditional sides you know like the cranberry and uh, the cranberry sauce and uh and the sweet potatoes and the pumpkin pie and all that i i, I do and then for christmas it every year it depends but um very often I, I do something special again, a lot of caviar and smoked salmon to begin, champagne, and then we sit down and we have a truffle salad. And and uh, uh, for Christmas, very often I do some seafood uh, that I take from Le Bernardin and I cook it at home. And again, uh, I apply the techniques that I have in my book, Seafood Simple. <laughs> hey, Chef, I'm, I'm Italian, so I think I'm definitely going to use this for the Feast of the Seven Fishes. It's an Italian-American thing, but you have 85 recipes in here. So this is going to be a very big resource in my house. Uh, when it comes to cookbooks, obviously, you're a big fan of cookbooks. I see that you promote other ones online. How important are cookbooks to you and to educating people because you are a teacher at the end of the day? Yes, of course. Well, first of all, we have a library at Le Bernardin with about 1,200 cookbooks from wow. all over the world. And, uh, of course, mostly in English, but... Uh, in Spanish and in French and so on. And uh, I collect books and I think they are very important because it's not because you read a book that you have to copy the recipe. You get inspired by what you see in a book. So very often it, it can be a visual inspiration or it can be discovering a new ingredients or new techniques. And then you can start to work on it. And, uh, and again, 
it's helping us to evolve all the time because we cannot travel in every country uh, as much as we wish. Of course, I have been to South America and, and part of Europe and, and in Japan and Korea and other countries in Asia. But um, those books are really, really tremendous inspiration. And I think it's it's good to have books in your house. It's inspiring you. Yeah. It also um, makes me happy to see pictures of good food. Mm-hmm. I mean, the pictures on the book here are beautiful. Um, how did you how did you get the, um, with the photographer to make all these beautiful pictures? Well, our photographer uh, is Nigel Perry. Nigel Perry is very famous for actually shooting um, with his camera uh, celebrities and people in the music industry, the movie industry, politicians. And then, yes, that's a beautiful picture of a, a skate wing. And um, Nigel has done many covers for many, many years of the New York Times Sunday magazine, of Esquire magazine, Newsweek, and so on. And then I asked him if he would uh, like the project of doing, uh, first of all, Vegetable Simple with me, and then Seafood Simple. And he said yes. And he thought it would be interesting to have a different approach on the food. He says it takes portraits of the food. And I said, I like that idea. And the pictures are gorgeous because of, of his approach and his techniques. Chef, that being said, I know you're a big fan of dessert and your newer pastry chef. You always have great pastry chefs, but the new stuff that you're putting out there is out of Swiss world. Are we going to see desserts simple anytime soon? So the desserts that we have at Le Bernardin are excellent. And I cannot take credit for it because I'm a very lousy uh, <laughs> pastry cook. I wouldn't even call my chef, uh, myself chef. And uh, so I'd rely on on someone who is a lot of talent. And we have Orlando Soto, who's from Puerto Rico and extremely, extremely talented. His desserts are out of this world. And uh, I'm a very, I have a sweet tooth. So I'm a very good uh, supporter of the pastry department. And then um, if we have a, a, a book one day coming out from Le Bernardin, it will be definitely with the name of Orlando Soto on it. And that will be a great book. Beautiful. Um, with, with all the seafood and, and the healthy food, what kind of food do you like cooking during your cheat day? Do you, you make yourself like a burger or a hot dog ever? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I am, look, I am not against it and I am not a snob, but it's not what I do. <laughs> well, Chef, how about, how about when you have a craving for something, what are some New York spots that you love going to like friends and other chefs. Well, you speak about burgers, actually. I love to go to the original PJ Clark mm. uh, in Midtown. That restaurant was built in the 1800 and something. It's it's fantastic. I go there for oysters, the burger, and then uh, um, the Sunday that is gigantic and, and traditional. But I love to go to Baltazar uh, downtown with my friends. Uh, I, I love the energy. I feel New York. I really feel New York energy there. Um, I very often end up in casual places. And sometimes sometime to time, of course, I visit um, fine dining restaurants or very special restaurants for special occasions or to um, to have a great time. But I don't do that on a weekly basis because then you don't appreciate anymore. So I go to casual places and then as maybe once a month, so every three weeks to a very fancy place 
and I really enjoy it. And I think my guests and my family are also appreciating. Uh, if it was every day, we would be like, ah, oh, yeah, another day, okay. So no, we 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 still um, we still excited about those experiences. Thanks for the tips. Uh, um, for someone when they buy the book, what's the first recipe that you suggest that they should um, cook first? Well. It's a lot of recipes in this book. Like we mentioned previously, it's 85 recipes. Depending on your level in terms of cooking and your, how familiar you are with seafood, I will recommend maybe the salmon rillette, which is um, a dip. And it's something that you can put on the, in the middle of the table and you serve it with toast. Everybody can, can enjoy. It's very convivial. It breaks the ice. It's delicious as well. You, you cannot miss that. I guarantee you... Uh, I reimburse you the book if you miss it. It cannot be missed. Um, so the salmon rillette. But then if you really want to cook a dish, again, go to the section of broiling or baking because uh, those, those techniques are super simple and they will make your life very, very easy. And and then from there, you can try to um, to do other uh, recipes, including marinating fish and, and doing some tartars and and uh, preparations that um, require uh, sushi quality seafood. Chef, uh, going back into the kitchen, I remember seeing the video where you had a special guy just that fillets the fish and cleans the fish. How many people do you have in the kitchen? Because the Bernadette is such a big, you know, big spot. We have uh, at Le Bernardin 70 cooks. Wow. That includes the pastry department. But we are all together 70. Now, not at the same time, because we have a morning crew and a team that works at night. We also have people who have days off, obviously, and, and need to rest, and uh, people in vacation and so on. But our team is uh, 17 in the kitchen. All together, Le Bernardin team is 175 employees. Amazing. Well, um, chef, I want to thank you for taking the time. And uh, I learned no hot dogs and no hot pockets for you, Chef. <laughs> <laughs> um, the book is great, though. It's a great gift to give right now. Uh, uh, seafood Simple. Uh, I mean, it's amazing. I mean, Gennaro and I still talk about the food that we ate at your restaurant. The Oreos to the fit. Even the lobster bisque was yes. incredible. Well, thank you. And Roland, Chef is a bestseller for a reason because he knows what he's doing. He puts it down the right way, and now he's taking us into our home and teaching us. So, bravo, Chef. Yeah, thank Merci. you, thank you Chef Pair. Have a happy holidays to you and your family. Thank you very much. And you too, have a great holidays with your family and loved ones. Thank Big you, luck, Chef. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.